0: Hi everyone, welcome to the Making Work Fun podcast with Maria and Natasha, two working professionals turned life coaches.
1: I'm Maria, and I have worked in economic consulting for more than 14 years.
0: And I'm Natasha. I have over a decade of work experience in human resources.
1: Through our 25 plus years of combined corporate experience, we have learned a lot about work.
0: And through our work as life coaches, we have learned how to make work fun.
1: Whether you work for someone else, run your own business, or do anything else that you call your work, this podcast will teach you how to make your work fun too.
0: Without giving into the productivity hustle.
1: So let's dive right in.
0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode. It's just Natasha here on the podcast this week. Um, and this week I wanted to chat with you all a little bit about the idea of making your work fun by doing things that work for right now, even if they don't necessarily need to work in the future. And so to give a little bit of context and kind of where I came up with this idea. A few um, days ago, I went shopping for some new clothes. I'm about nine months postpartum right now, and I just felt like I needed some new clothes. Nothing super fancy, just casual wear, but just something a little bit new. So I went to Lululemon, which is an athleisure kind of store, um, actually from Canada, but I think they're internationally um, located now. But I went there to find maybe some new pants some new tops, just see what I could find. So I went to the store, tried on a few things, and literally just nothing was working for me. Didn't really feel good in the clothes. I just didn't really feel like myself. Obviously, my body has changed. My size has changed. I didn't really feel comfortable. So I didn't find anything that I wanted to get. But as I was kind of perusing through the store, I stumbled upon um, an orange visor, like a literally a bright orange visor. And I just kind of decided that I wanted to get it. I tried it on, looked cute, really liked the color, thought it was like bright and fun and just kind of impulsively bought it. I had no reason to wear it. I mean, it's been quite hot in Calgary where I live this summer. It's been really sunny. And so, you know, I could always use an extra hat, I guess, (laughs) but like an orange visor wasn't necessarily on my must-have for summer list. Nonetheless, I ended up getting it and um, I came home and showed my partner. I was like, well, I didn't really get any clothes, but I got this visor and um, he loved it. He's like, oh, it looks adorable and it looks really cute. So I was happy with it. But I guess the next day I started to feel a little bit, I don't know, just like guilty about this purchase. I kind of was like, why did I buy this? It was impulsive. I am I even going to wear it? I'm not sure if I really like it anymore. So that's kind of where my brain went to. It was just like kind of second guessing my choice to purchase it. But I was talking to my partner about it. He was like, look, it was like a $30 visor. Even if you wear it a few times this summer, it's literally fine and worth it. It's okay to just get something like that frivolous that you won't wear again and wear it a few times. And like that, that can be the whole point. And I thought that was so interesting. And I guess sometimes... I think a lot of us get caught up in this idea, and I know I do as well, that something has to be worth it or useful for the long haul for it to matter to us now and for it to be useful to us now. Like, we really buy into this perfectionist way of thinking that it's almost like all or nothing. It needs to be carried forward forever or I can't even rely upon it or use it now. And I kind of was acting like that about this, literally this orange visor, which I mean, is kind of just like bright, trendy, not something I'm probably gonna to wanna to wear many years from now, but at the same time, it's like literally okay to do something that is fun, maybe funky, something that I enjoy for right now, and just like have that be the entire purpose like it doesn't have to be something forever for it to count and matter. And I kind of think that this is relevant when we're talking about work or a business, because so many of us hold ourselves back from doing what we want to do, taking that next step, applying for that next role, whatever it is, because we don't necessarily see it as a long-term thing. We're like, well, I don't want to create this course because it might not be the course that I always will offer my students. It might not be the thing that I want to niche in, or I don't know if I want to put my hand up on this project because I don't know if I can commit to it forever. So we just take a really um, long term view and perspective of things rather j- than just focusing on what we want in this moment and what feels good and fun and empowering or exciting to us right now. And I think the disadvantage in that is that we we don't always take advantage of things that we would want to do right now. Like we don't soak up this present moment and fit the things that we want into our current life. Like if you're always trying to set yourself up for the future and prep for the future, then you're kind of just bypassing this current moment and bypassing what's happening now and just focusing on what's to come. But if that is your cycle, then you're always just focusing on what's to come. Like, do you see what I mean there? You're never just present in this moment, doing what you want to do for now. And when you do that, you're like, lacking or you're missing out on the skills that you could be developing or the relationships you could be creating or the joy you can be generating for yourself. All of those different things, I think, come from being present now instead of just being focused on what is to come or making sure that everything that you're doing now is coordinated enough to fit into some bigger picture or some future plan. And I just, I just thought that was like a really interesting, I I think, framework to kind of mull on because I know for myself, I think I do this quite a bit in my life where I want some sort of guarantee of certainty or like a stamp of, you know, legitimacy or approval or whatever. This is going to be the thing that will carry forward And so that holds me back from trying something new, playing around with something that seems cool in this moment, allowing myself or giving myself the permission to just leave it behind when I'm ready to let it go. You know what I'm saying? Like this orange visor isn't going to be my only piece of headwear from now until eternity. Like there's going to be a moment of time where I'm going to let it go and going to, you know, gift it or donate it or pass it on or whatever. And just because that is true, it doesn't mean I can enjoy it now. I can't enjoy it now. Rather, it doesn't mean that I shouldn't have bought it, right? That I was like somehow wasting my money or wasting my time or whatever. The whole purpose can just be for right now. And then when it no longer serves me or no longer brings me joy or I no longer want it anymore, I can just, I can donate it. I can give it away, find, let it find a home with someone else that will make it much happier and I can move on. And the future me who's choosing to let that item go doesn't have to make it mean that I did the wrong thing, right? Like I think that part, it's like, what your future version of yourself, like what meaning you associate with that thing that you chose to do during this present moment, that you're no longer like carrying forward. I think that is the part of it that deserves a little bit of attention right now. Because if my future self is going to say, well, that was a waste of money and judge myself and shame myself in the future for doing something that didn't last forever, then of course, I'm preventing my present self from enjoying it and doing the thing that I want to do. Because I'm always scared of the judgment of my future self. But if your future self could Meet you with a little bit of compassion as a starting point, because I mean, compassion is always a good starting point. But if they could meet you with a little bit of compassion and allow yourself understanding that, like, everything you do isn't t- supposed to last forever, it's not supposed to. There's always some sort of lesson or meaning, and then that lesson ends and you can move on to something else. And so I guess my question for you all to contemplate in your lives is to think about hey, what might I be preventing myself from doing right now, from taking on at work, from creating in my business that I'm stopping myself from doing because I don't see it as a long term thing, because I'm not sure if it's going to be forever, I'm not sure if it's going to last. Like, what is that thing that? is at the back of your mind that you're kind of thinking about that you're mulling on that you want to maybe try or get you're curious about, but you're stopping yourself because you think that it has to be forever or it's not worth it It has to be all, or it has to be nothing. And if that wasn't true, if it didn't have to be all or nothing, if the purpose of just creating it could be meaning enough if what you learn from having undertaken it or trying it, if that can be the purpose that you create from something, like then why not give it a try? And so if your future self is willing to give yourself a little bit of compassion and grace to know that, hey, this might be something that I can let go of with ease and peace and gratitude and high regard for my past self for undertaking it for trying it for buying it whatever the case is then it makes it a little bit easier to give yourself that opportunity to try something now even if it's just for this moment right now things don't have to last forever and that is kind of just yeah what i wanted to contemplate with you all on the podcast i just think it's an interesting an interesting framework if we allow ourselves to think about it from that angle where might we might where might where we open up some doors for ourselves? Where might other possibilities exist if we just know that nothing has to be forever and you can just do what you want in this moment for the sake of doing in this moment, leave it behind in the future, and your future self doesn't have to judge you for it. Your future self can just have some gratitude, forget about it, not care about it, be thankful for it, whatever they want to do. But it doesn't have to be a cycle of judging your past self for wasting or doing something that you shouldn't have. That doesn't even need to be part of the conversation. So I hope this was a good podcast episode for you all this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me. It was so great to spend some time with you on this Monday and I will see you again soon. Take care.
1: Hey everyone. It's Maria. I am a burnout coach for professional women And I work with high achieving perfectionists who want to heal burnout so that they can take a step back and enjoy their lives without sacrificing their success. To work with me one-on-one, you can go to my website, which is restovergrind.com and book a free consult call. You can also follow me on Instagram at rest underscore over underscore grind or on LinkedIn under restovergrind, LLC. Hey everyone,
0: Natasha here. I'm a money mindset coach. I work with women who wanna shift their beliefs around money and wealth, so they can finally leave the drama behind and focus on actually doing the work they love to do. I work with two different types of clients. Employees who wanna make more money at work or entrepreneurs who wanna earn more in their business. And I teach people how to love the process of earning and creating more because it really is possible for money to be easy and fun. So let me show you how. You can find me on my website at attachedtokestie.com or on Instagram at attached to Kessie. We'll see you there.